Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. Welcome to Saturday the 16th of September. That's when this has been recorded. Yay! I've managed to do it in a week, which is pretty impressive. Um, it's been a busy week. It's been a very busy week, actually. Uh, and today I was at O-Sport Design. Um, and O-Sport Design are a carbon fibre manufacturing company that work with uh, Formula One teams and uh, notoriously, how do I say this? Because uh, I want to try and break it in after waxing lyrical about the 911K last week. Tuthill. So they are a supplier for carbon fiber parts to Tuthill. Um, amongst many other companies, Tuthill is just the company that we kind of talked about a little bit today. As well as producing their own um, carbon fiber parts for lots of Lotus. Uh, Elise-based um, chassis cars. So, uh, and that's really how it links to the Ren 550 and what the plans are for the future. You may remember, and there's a short on the YouTube channel, uh, just thought I'd try and get that in there, at Engineering on YouTube, uh, of me at KS Composites about a year ago. Um, so KS are the other end of the spectrum when it comes to carbon fiber manufacture. So they, theirs is a huge, um, a huge unit, dozens of people working there and huge autoclaves and that content will go out at some point. But um, it was really interesting to go be shown around KS, but they are, oh, I, can't really, I think they're from, from memory and it's because it's a while ago now, Peterborough, I think. Anyway, either way, it's a bloody long way from Southampton. Um, really, still really very grateful for them showing me around and, and you know, chatting to me and telling me everything about how they uh, manufacture carbon fiber parts and really more bodies and large pieces. Um, Jake and O Sports are kind of uh, small scale, so um, which works for me because you get to know one person and or actually there's three of them, um, Jake's brother and father also work there and his wife um they're all from a formula one background uh especially i don't want to give too much away that's the thing because the, the episode's so interesting but you won't remember this by the time the episode comes out so it's fine um but jake's dad worked at tyrrell in the 80s so and mclaren so um yeah like that whole family is steeped in formula one history and that's where I've been today. So it's a couple of hours from here. Uh, took a fairly steady drive down this morning and um, spent a good two hours. Great thing about that is we did a tech talk on uh, Jake, the history of his family, and, uh, and O Sports and how it's come to be and kind of how I link, how I connected with Jake. There's all of that stuff in there, which is like your standard sort of uh, tech talk that you may have seen before from either Barn Sports or um, many of the others. So... Um, and that should all be on the uh, podcast anyway for you to go back and have a listen to the back catalogue. So that, there's that. And then we were, that took an hour, I think, we were shooting that for. Um, but we didn't really capture, actually, the production side of it. And I wanted to get, like, as you guys will know now, what's really important to me is the kind of you learning with me, you seeing what I'm seeing for the first time. And there was stuff in that conversation that kind of really hadn't come out of our conversation, Jake and I's conversation previously, that you get to see live, which is really cool, uh, about the Ren 550 and about how that might take place and what we would do and all that sort of stuff. So we probably would have had that conversation off air, but it just so happened that it kind of naturally flowed into that anyway. So you get to literally get to see firsthand the conversations about 
um, the kind of how a, an engineering project might come about and how your networking and your relationship building is critical to be able to do something like this, especially when your kind of your funding is um, there isn't a funding stream for it. So uh, all of these relationships have to be kind of carefully worked out and it's got to be value both sides, all that sort of stuff that you have to do. So um, I really loved the conversation. And then the second part of that, we just rolled on into shooting uh, another part, which is really him talking about every single stage of um, how you build something for a car in carbon fiber. Um, and both are really great. So very happy um, to spend the day doing that. And actually, really, the next couple of weeks is really busy. So next week, uh, again, if you've been listening to Reengineering or watching the Reengineering YouTube channel or, or Instagram, uh, Reengineering UK on Instagram, if you've seen any of that stuff, you'll probably have noticed that I've mentioned a couple of times that I've been doing a bachelor's degree in the background of alongside my day job for seven years, just over seven years. And I finally graduate next weekend uh, on Friday next week, which uh, as you can well imagine, I'm very excited about. So, and I had my um, degree certificate through in the post from the Open University yesterday. So all in all, considering it's been, it's been a kind of, I'd say a tough month with um, with Bodie going and, and kind of obviously with our other dog, Roxy, that we lost earlier in the year, it's been, kind of grief stricken and you know plowed on but it's been a bit dark really so to have some light back in my life again and it feels to feel you know i'm getting back on with shooting engineering shoots i've got stuff that's being planned right now um and stuff that's coming up in the next few weeks oh, it's just nice it's nice to have a bit of a you know re you know relax and a bit of a brain break from it all so um so that's i guess an update as to where we are uh this episode is going to be shorter this uh I, I feel like i've given you some big hefty episodes the last month or so so rather than continue with that theme and kind of slowing it a little bit down and uh yeah so this episode is going to be a your porsche story and this your porsche story is from my french trip my alps trip that i did in july so um i'll introduce the chap in a minute and i'll just switch over to him and uh, him and i talking and but this was a really off chance catch up. No plan, never met the chap before. I was in uh, Rance, as the French pronounce it, or Reims, as everybody in the UK seems to pronounce it, um, and pulled over on the side of the road, walking around, shooting, taking it all in, getting very excited about being there. And a Cayenne pulls over, a uh, Gen 1 Cayenne on it had a, it had one of those really cool uh roof tents jacked up knobbly wheels and it just looked the coolest thing and then i immediately was like i gotta have me one of those um so this is that this is that your porsche story and and this uh yeah the really really cool and i the cayennes have been lost on me i think kind of appreciated the earlier ones uh, less connected to the newer stuff, I think, but then I think it's probably true of most newer Porsche. Um, I think my uh, golden era is uh, really probably 993 to where we are to probably 2015 and my Cayman Outlaw. Um, but beyond that, really, when it gets to be turboed or the hybrid stuff probably and the diesel stuff, it's just I guess it's a bit lost on me. So still respect it still like it but just haven't got the same level of passion but then when a 
Gen 1 Cayenne turns up and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Although it's a, it's a V6 petrol, so it's, um, he was saying about it being really juicy and it's costing a fortune to do this trip and that trip was around uh, the Alps again, I think the Swiss Alps. Anyway, I'm doing, I'm taking over the actual uh, your push story. So on that note, I shall leave you to it and I'll catch you back at the end. It's a bit windy in uh, yeah. What have you got, drone-wise? We just bought, what was it, uh, the 3, what's it, the... Pro? The, the Pro 3, yeah. Yeah. So the, 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 what is it called? DJI Mini 3 Pro. Mini 3 Pro. Yeah. I'm slinging to the word Same. You've got the same thing. The, the RC or the, the sort of the handset that's got the screen in or the one that's... Yeah, yeah. You've got exactly the same as me, though. Yeah. No, it's a super piece of kit. I mean, we've literally yeah. just tested it, but... Um, you, have you done many flights at all, then, or not? <laughs> as prepared as me because I I um, what have I done so far because I drove to uh, Col de Serini uh -huh. and Col de Bonnet so highest road in Europe yep she's been there um, and I flew the drone around there getting some because I wanted some like shots of me like yeah. at the top of the summit and stuff so um, it's pretty safe up there really but oh you'll have some fantastic footage then yeah amazing i've already watched some of it back and yeah. it's only like two three minutes long but no one's gonna watch more than that on youtube anyway ever something of those sorts of shots but um but it, up there it was probably gusting 30 knots so you oh. could see it just sort of yeah trying even to stabilization yeah even with the stable yeah i mean it i don't on a high frame rate so i can slow it right down yeah so it should look quite good like when i was watching it back and i started slowing it down it was looking good because uh -huh. um, i've got this shot of it kind of sweeping around so you can yeah it's cool that's what you want it for, right? Well, that stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing that then, obviously. That'll be good. So, is this all like, have you got a YouTube as well as the yeah. podcast? Yeah, yeah, the podcast's more um, established, I would say, but the YouTube channel's kind of like pretty early on. But I've been shooting and so I was with, um, shot with Gunther Works a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah, okay. Festival of Speed. Uh -huh. um, yeah, all sorts of bits and pieces. Auto Farm, Vincey Auto Farm. Yeah. Did a shoot with Frank Cassidy as well. You know Frank Cassidy from Pops and Gas? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I follow, I watch quite a bit of YouTubers and there's quite a lot of people I imagine, um, but I've never really got into anything in the Porsche world because I literally bought this last weekend before we, we left. Really? Yeah, so it was... So this is a virgin road trip? Uh, look, I, I can talk to you about the car, yeah, but it's been, it's a bit, it's been eventful so far. Has it? Oh, yeah. Talk me, talk me through it then, so I'll get some pictures afterwards, but yeah, so... So, I've bought so what, 2009, 2010? 2006. 2006? So part one. Okay. It's got, it's, it's underpowered, so it's got the VW 3.2 engine. Right? It's fine. But it actually sounds really nice. Yeah. It probably, uh, it's got a two-inch lift on it all the way around. It's not on um, magnetic shocks or anything, it's Nothing, the passive every, stuff. Everything's standard bar the, the lift. I think it's standard springs as well. And you didn't do any of that? It's just no, that you, I bought you... it last weekend. <laughs> wow. So this is the first time I've ever had a four before. It's the first time I've ever had a Porsche. And it's the first time that I've ever had anything with huge tyres like this. Yeah. These old Is it loud cars. on the motorway or? It is, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty loud, um, but it still tracks great, you know, it, it drives yeah. straight and true, so no issues there, um, and it's the manual gearbox as well, so it's not auto. That's good, that's what you want, right? That's like, the, the, the engine's going to be, like, you can drop it into a V-dub garage and they'll be able to work on it. Any, yes. like, V-dub specialist will be able to jump on the engine, no problem. So. Yeah, so it, it's easy to work on, but bought it last Saturday. Um, drove it up to Scotland on the Sunday. Where did you buy it from? 
this was I saw it advertised on eBay, so I bought it off. Uh, Normally it's the other way around. You find something interesting in Scotland and you live no, like me down south. I, I, I always find things that are at the opposite end of the country. Uh, so I found it uh, just down outside Luton. It was an investment banker that was selling it. Oh, okay. This was his toy during COVID and he had bought a new Cayenne Turbo. Why? And I don't think he was going to be doing much of the, the sort of, what do they call it? Um, when you're kind of off grid green stuff. lining and all yeah, that stuff all that. so it's got, it's got a few bumps and scrapes but it came with the Ventura tent which is quite a bit of money's worth isn't it yeah uh, it, it came with like a, a water thing in the back uh, so it's, it's, so it's proper like prepper zombie land kind of spec yeah I mean my friends were laughing at it because you've got these daft little lights in the front yeah. and you want a big ass light bar on the top <laughs> that's what you want I've, I've not seen halos in ages you know no. so, so it's got this I think it looks quite good. I think it looks great. The, this was like, if you look at these in silver, I think, or any other colour, it kind of, you see these big gaping ear intakes at the yeah, front, but the yeah. black kind of minimises this. Yeah. No, I think it's great. Yeah. So have you even tested the roof box? The kind of yeah, tent? so we've used that a good couple of times. That's okay. fantastic. So I feel as if I'm just showing my age now. <laughs> but would, uh, We're probably the same age, mate. So Yeah, so it, it's been fantastic. Uh, yeah, the, the roof box works great. It's stuffed to the gunnels in the back. Right. Um, ah, it's just a, f a fantastic car. The only thing I would say is it's definitely underpowered. Is you, it? I think you, you, you want an The tyres aren't going to be helping that, right? Tyres aren't going to be helping it, but even fully loaded, um, it does struggle. So you do need to use the gears. Right, okay. So you're rowing around on the gears. Yeah. Trying to get but apparently these ones are quite unique. Okay. Because they're capable off-road. The mark right. Yeah. So it's got the walkable diffs and stuff. Right. So you, you can probably go off-road on it if you want. You can treat it more like a traditional four x four as yeah. opposed to the newer stuff where it's got hydraulic and you know engine map yeah. diffs and. So even the, the mark ones they came with air suspension, mm. but this one is mm. really basic. So it's not even got heated seats. It's not got cruise oh, that's control. That's the spec I'd want though. So honestly, yeah. that, it's like the landiest yes. spec. Yeah, that's right. Cayenne. So. It's, it's very basic, but literally the only thing I had to do, as soon as I bought it, there was a, a squeak from the front. Right. It turned out it was a water pump. Ooh, you were lucky. So I had a friend change that uh, on Thursday night. Right. So I picked <laughs> up in the garage at half past 11 at night, and then yeah. we had to leave for the ferry in the morning. So touch with the, uh, the coolant level's been fine. Good. And it, it's not leaking. So it's and it wasn't leaking coolant, it was just the noise. It was just the noise, right. but when they took it out, the, the blades on the actual water pump had broken. Yeah. And it was the first time he'd managed to piece them all together, so we managed to... You knew there was nothing floating around. There was nothing floating around. Um, and I'll be honest, I've not even checked the car. Like, I thought to myself... That's a hero move, mate. Jumping, no, you know what, I bought it, don't know anything about it, I've yeah. heard a squeak, sorted that, I'm on it. I Let's mean, go. It had a service, I think, a couple of thousand miles ago. Is it Porsche Care, which has now been taken over? Or, or well, They do McLaren and Porsche now. Right. Um, so I knew it had an oil change. The oil level was good. I knew the water levels were good now, and mm. that, that squeak had gone from the engine. And I thought I've brought bought some uh, basic tools. So if I do need to do the brakes, I'd just do that while I was away. Cool. So but you came out. So what you, this is your first Porsche. So what? What was? What's gone before with this? Oh well, I'm a bit of a car nut. Um, so old Jags. Oh Jags. Yeah. So I've got. Or V12 XJs and things like that. I've got two V12 XJSs. Um, I don't know if I've, I'm allowed to talk about Jaggers yeah, on this. About yeah, yeah, so I've got an XJS Le Mans. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Carry and on. Uh, a six-liter V12. Cool. V12. Yeah. 
and that was the XGRS. Right. And that's lovely in black. In fact, I've got this daft vision where, because this has got the tow bar on it as well, mm -hmm. it'll tow three and a half ton. So you want to tow the XRS so with this? I, I kind of justify that as fleet management. Yeah. So totally. I, I think the total just now is around the, just over 20 cars that I've got. Really? Yeah. Have you got a warehouse? Or? So I've got quite a big drive and then I've got five in storage. So I've got two wow. Jags in storage. Um, what else? And I've got all 200 Quattros and 100 Quattros. These are Audis. really, like you're yeah. properly, you've got the eccentric thing yeah, going definitely, on. it definitely is. I was kind of unique when I was 17. I've got my first car from when I was 17. Right. Um, what was the first car? One. It was an Audi 100 Turbo Quattro Avant. That's a weird car it's for a 17. Weird car. My, my I mean, dad, cool, but like... My, my dad kind of helped me buy it and then he paid the extortionate insurance costs for the first wow. year. So that really set me off in my car journey. I was just always car daft. And it was the sound that I loved. And interestingly, this Porsche, even though it's got this Volkswagen engine, mm. it does sound lovely. Yeah. Yeah, really, really nice. So, um, yeah, this kind of ticked all the boxes. It was going to help me move the cars about. It was going to, right. we're going to do this holiday over to the Alps. So you're, so you're going to the Swiss Alps, right? Yeah, and we've, we've actually not got any route plans. So I do a bit of mor motorbiking as well. And the yeah. last time I was here, I was on the Ducati and I did a big flyby here, so I've got great right. video, so I've got good right. memories of here. But this is the kind of sensible family. Yeah, today's the day's come because they it's normally open and they don't let anyone park here. Yeah, do you know that? So they get really asked, oh, I know what you're gonna do, but we were all parked here last time. The, the bikes were lined up. Do the so guys that run this place come yeah, out and wave their hands at you? No, and nothing. They didn't bother. No, so um, that's what you can do. You can just park this up, though. It's just yeah, and, and that I mean, I've like I said, I've been touring around in my Cayman and. It's been fine, but it's cramped, you know. Mm -hmm. and the, the, this, it'd be, it, worst case, you get stuck somewhere, you just fold the seat back and go to sleep, right? Yeah. You're all good. Yeah, yeah. Or like sleep or in the tent. Or you or get fold the tent. Out the tent. So that yeah. thing just folds out and then it's got the ladders. I, I really don't want to bore you, but it's fantastic design. It, it yeah. really is. If you just want to put something up really quickly within five minutes, and then it's got a double bed on top and that's you. And you're not on the floor, so you're not you're got not bugs crawling all over you. and Exactly. So, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I hope that this Mark 1, I think they're going to become, it's the usual thing. You it's buy, the first ever, mate. It's the you, first. You buy some, but this was the one that saves Porsche, apparently. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I literally did a, a, a piece on that about three days ago. Okay. The cars that save Porsche uh -huh. over the years and, and the Cayenne's definitely, the Cayenne and the Boxster were the two that kind of late 90s, early 2000s, or late 90s, really. But it was, they were kind of, Drawn out as much as they can out of the 993, had to do something. The 996 yeah. was on the way, but this brought it to the masses. You know, there are people that started buying these instead of, you know, all sorts of other stuff out there. And it was a genuine alternative and got you a Porsche badge. So, um, and they made a, such a huge profit out of it that it funded everything else. So, all the three RSs and everything you get now are down to this, pretty much. So, yeah, and I've, I've got good memories of Porsche. I'm oh, sorry, Porsche. I need to watch because Switching, what, how do you pronounce it? Uh, Porsche, if you want to be like a purist, special, yeah. If, I'm well, not a purist. I, 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 I've joked about it loads of times. I interchange the two. Sometimes I'll say Porsche, sometimes I'll say Porsche. So, if you're talking to some guy from Glasgow, it'll be Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, the, the, the best memory I've got of, uh, of being in a Porsche. Was uh, my first visit to the Nordschleife at, oh, uh, wow, okay. at the Nurburgring, yeah. and I'd never been out before. But the guy took me out on a a Mark One uh, GT3 2011, okay. and that was phenomenal. I just remember going on the street, and it was. Just Did you know the guy, or was it a jumping? No, in? so I was I was renting through I think it's at RSR, Renfrew or RSR, yeah, Ron Simmons Racing, 
and he'd said like have you been out before and there's a guy from the UK and right. I said no I've never been out and he said look I'll, I'll take you around in a lap and I didn't oh okay so you knew someone that knew, knew the, the ring yeah so it was somebody you're not driving and jumping in there's a passenger in some random no. dude yeah so it was a fantastic memory and uh, all that all these years later I mean that, that must be a good 15 years I've, I've eventually bought a Porsche good for you mate so yeah wicked I, I mean, nor should I be taking anything around. I've seen buses and prams and trams and bloody everything go around. I could probably take this around could. as well. Yeah. You could, yeah. yeah. I mean, and sleeping in Bavaria with a tent and stuff, that'd be amazing, so. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't think you'd be doing any great lap. No, no. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I'm, I'm the world's biggest wuss, so I, I've done a lap of the ring, but um, my car broke down on the last, the final straight, so. Oh, it didn't? Yeah, uh, coil pack blew on. It wasn't on that, it was on a low society at the time. So just went nothing. So I've done one lap because I coasted in, so I can claim the lap. But yeah, I'm desperate to go back. I will take that back. But yeah, no brilliant memories. I mean, who knows? Maybe I might even tow a car over now. Yeah, then you got this, mate. You can get yourself a radical or something. I'll buy a race car now. Yeah, I saw. I tell you what, I did see. It's not radical. Oh God, what are they called? Give me some names of like single seat. Uh, I don't know what else is. What is it? Westfields and stuff. And no, I'll have a look. It was something radical shaped anyway. You know, they like, there's a few different companies that make the same sort of thing, um, and it was twenty one grand. And I looked at it and thought, oh, get something like this, yeah. a trailer, mm-hmm. you know, just cover trailer, just throw a tarp over the top of it, and yeah, yeah drag it around to racetracks around Europe. It's amazing. Options, that's what you want to have in life. Options, that's Options. what I keep telling myself. Yeah. Which is why you need 20 cars. Yeah, and I, I was getting fed up like phoning people to you know, use their stuff. So there's a guy local to me that can rent a trailer for like 40 quid for oh, 24 perfect. hours. Perfect. So even with this, I can, I can use that in the short term. But I'm even looking at trailers now and stuff as yeah. well. It's, it's embarrassing. You go down this rabbit hole, don't you, where you just buy another car. Well, I mean, I've only got one now. I've got two. I've got... Well, three in the family, but two. See, these numbers just keep going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if I get something, I'm going to build a car. So, um, okay. It's a Lotus chassis and then a 550 Spider body. That's you know, like you get the kit cars, the uh-huh. 550 Spider kit cars. Um, but remade in carbon fibre, so it'd be a carbon fibre body, Lotus chassis, air-cooled engine in the back. Lovely. So that'd be pretty cool. Sounds That's perfect, the plan. Yeah. yeah. That's the plan. What's the plan with this? You've got any like you, you know so you've driven it. You're just going to maintain it and run as it is. So you're it's, it's basically a prayer. Yeah, it's got to get us back home. Um, oh, you'll be all right. You got breakdown cover? I've I've got UK breakdown cover. I've not even bought Euro cover. Hero. So um, I'm 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 not pushing it at all. It's literally just going on motorways and yeah, then yeah. going to campsites. Um, but if, when I do get it back home, I think I'll do a full service. You yeah. know, spark plugs coil packs um, I'll probably works, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll spend a good bit of time on it but aesthetically anything or just not like are you, are you guy are you a guy that's into like the aesthetics of stuff or? well aesthetically I think this looks good yeah and it's interesting because there's a huge following I think in America as well mm. where they take these things off road um, and you can really throw a whole load of money at them if mm. you want mm. But for me, what I'd be using it for would just be more utilitarian. So, uh, as long as everything's working, well, that's, right. a, that's the other thing I had done before I, we left. I had the aircon charged. Oh, good. Yeah. Because we've got a heat wave in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So, it yeah, was I'll, 30 I'll in Monaco, which is fine, but it, and it didn't get any higher than that. But yeah, depending on where you're going, it might 
gap there. I mean, I'm sure you can maybe upgrade the brakes, but uh, these are just on a standard 17 inch with yeah. these big huge tires. Yeah. And it's the usual thing, like, I'm not going to be hustling this along. No. You know, it, it's... It's just going to be a workhorse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it can look good at the same time, that, then that's a bonus. I think it's bloody great, mate. Yeah. Well, look, thanks so much for coming on. Um, this is going to be a part of your Porsche stories. So there's a series of these sorts of like 10, 15 minute uh -huh. chats. Right. Um, okay. Anytime I see somebody that's got a cool car, I grab them and say, look, great talk idea, about it. And, um, well, I yeah. wish I could have a more informed discussion with you. I mean, it is just a big Porsche Volkswagen. Like, let's not beat about the bush. <laughs> but, it, but it definitely <laughs> did. It helped. There's a badge on the bonnet, mate, that says all the front bumper anyway. That says and I think the other thing so. that, that, that I have read off is this had more power, I think. Than the 3.2 okay. V6, V6, and the, the Volkswagen, the, the yep. Touareg, yeah. Um, and this one, the other thing I've got, and I don't know how true this is, but apparently it's been remapped from 250 horse to 270 horse. Um, but e even revving it, it seems as if there's a few flat spots. So I'll probably mm. get it on a, a rolling road as well, just to check. Yeah, yeah. Be compact, it would be got compact. So yeah, perhaps I've been in enjoyable experience bumping into you at this cool. place. Yeah, yeah. It's a small world, I suppose. It is. I mean, I got to that, the top of the Col de la Bonnet, mm -hmm. 2,806 metres high. Mm -hmm. um, came around the corner. I've barely seen, I don't know, you, I don't know if you'll notice this, but I've hardly seen any Porsche in the whole country. None. Yeah. People look at that thing like it's a Ferrari. It's unbelievable. And then I got to this top of this mountain and there's six of them. <laughs> Three 996 walls. Yeah, 996 and then 991.2. Amazing, and it's just the, the world you live in, isn't it? You go the least expensive places. Yep, yep. Cool. So right. I'll keep the touch. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, not too long an episode for this one. What I will say, though, before we go, actually, is that uh, whether it's come out at the same time of this or slightly after, what you should see if you head over to YouTube uh, and please do subscribe it's really helpful uh, is the start of the kind of origin story for my my Cayman um, and that's a 981 2015 Cayman uh, 2.7 and kind of how I went from a very vanilla version of that to what I have today which is kind of like my version of exclusive manufacture um, cherry picking all the best parts and still a fair way to go so uh, yeah so that will be an ongoing series but the first one of that which is actually probably I'm trying to think when it would be 2018 no 2019 no 2020 a little while back anyway as you can tell so I banked these a long time ago and the idea was that I'd kind of run them in a sequence so you get to see kind of a vanilla Cayman and the whole journey through that so this one's about me selling the car um, why I'm selling the car, the costs that I had had up until that point. Um, I look a fair bit younger. I don't know what that says about my life in the meantime, but uh, yeah, quite interesting to watch that back. Anyway, if you head over, you should get that episode on the YouTube channel. And that's at Rengineering. Uh, and I will leave you to it. So uh, if, uh, you, if you can, I've noticed that there's been a couple of nice reviews. Five stars, thank you very much. This podcast is number 83 in the po automotive podcast charts. Woohoo! <laughs> like, I know 83 is like really low down, but and I'm easily pleased, I think. But like, I've said this a number of times. I put this stuff out and I really don't know if people are enjoying it or not. So, um, and every now and again, it's happened about two or three times this week, 
I get some really great message from somebody on Instagram or, or, um, or you can email me at info at rengineering.com uh, and for people saying how much they've enjoyed the episode or what they've enjoyed out of the episode so that 83 in the charts some lovely comments uh, and some five star reviews is massive for me so forget the algorithm forget the charts to it for a moment just keeping me excited and motivated and want to do more of this um, yeah those things make a huge difference for me so at Rengineering UK at Rengineering everywhere else and uh, info at Rengineering.com if you want to be in your Porsche stories and I will leave you now like I've said that three or four times already classic waffle um, and I will see you again very soon and um, thanks ever, ever so much for listening and I'll, don't take care of me decided what I'm going to release next next week but I'll figure it out and um, yeah I'll let you know in the week anyway have a lovely week thanks again for listening and I'll take you um, god that's the third time